It's the TX Water Polo Podcast. James Smith and Austin, Joe Linehan in San Antonio. Um, are you? There's a hilarious Twitter feed in Austin um, called Evil Mopac. It's a little profane in case you want to look it up. But it, it always calls out like it's a disaster when there's four inches of snow in Austin. And so this weekend is going to be cold, man. I know you love talking about the weather, but this is this is a, this is actually fun. Yeah, I just got to turn on the heat in your house. So there you go. <laughs> well, it, also, you can't leave the house. And then there's also, like, my last practice that my kids don't know this yet. They're not going to hear this. But they their last practice for a while is probably tonight, you know. And then we usually practice. You can leave. leave the house. You just have to choose to leave the house. Yeah, sort of. Well, I have a good vehicle yeah, for that. Drive too. accordingly outside. Just be safe. So <laughs> everybody out there in the little winter storm this weekend, probably the last one we'll have, uh, just – Everyone drive safe. Be smart. All right, all right. You're such a nice guy. Like people can manage, but I, I just think it's funny because uh, I, I we ha- we're not going to the tournament this weekend, which is an indoor tournament, which would have been helpful. Yeah, but we have both at, we, at the CFISD Natatorium, the at, like the Cipher Water Polo Club tournament this weekend. Correct. Um, we can talk about that more, but um, but uh, we we did have on the calendar practice on Saturday. And, and or practice on Sunday, plus scrimmaging with Zilla on Saturday. And who the heck knows? I mean, the last time I checked the weather, it said it's, it's of course, going to be cold. But it also said it's going to, like, prevailing 15-mile-an-hour winds. Can you imagine trying to put on pool covers that way? Oh, my God. Anyway, good times. Uh, Joe, uh, the season has begun in Texas, Austin College. Did you, you watch some of that, right? I did watch the games this past weekend. Me too. I, I, uh, I, in fact, I told my team that it was a bit of homework. Um, two losses to Air Force. I don't think that's a surprise, to be honest. I mean, we're, we're talking up sort of different levels of, of water polo, but, that, but it's begun. This is great. Austin College hosted. Um, they fell twice, but uh, they had some uh, they had good performances. And the good, good part about it, of course, is that the roster is loaded with Texans. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm just glad the kids got to play. It was a little like, you know, um, normally whenever you watch an Austin College game streaming, you hear a, a ton of fans in the background. Yeah, I know. It's a little echoey, you know. There, were, there weren't a whole lot of people there, but um, it was just nice to have, you know, college water polo playing again. Yeah. I don't think the – I don't think the collegiate clubs played or are planning on playing this year at all. So. Oh, I have a good question. I bet I haven't heard a thing about that. Absolutely. I have not. Um, the, you're right about the spectators part, man. That's a huge deal. Uh, Do you notice the new, you, you must've seen the new lighting in there, right? It was so much better than it has been in the past. They got, Oh yeah. 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 And I mean, and, and there were some very good, and although the scores weren't, didn't look all that great. I think that first game, um, it was a little bit closer than what, you know, the score was, um, I think the final score was what, 18 to 10 or something like that. Yeah. And, but like there was a couple, two or there were probably two or three, two goal swings in there where they missed a golden opportunity. And then the other team counterattacked out of it and scored. So, you know, you convert a couple of those and that game ends up being a two, three goal game, you know? Yeah. So, um, and you know, I think they got a little tired that second game, you know, it's just, you know, their second game of the year, you know, everybody's going through their COVID stuff or whatever. Um, and, you know, they, they may not have the whole team and it's just, you know, there's always the conditioning factor too during your first tournament of, uh, of the year. So 18 to four. Yep. In the second game, not as, uh, not as close as the first one, 18 to 10, in the first one, that was actually not bad. Um, they play air force again on Saturday, the, th- the 13th, and then they play Cal Baptist on Sunday, the 14th and air force again on Sunday, the 14th. So this is a, 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 uh, 
a heavy schedule of the same teams, but it'll be, you know, how fun is that going to be to see them play against Cal Baptist? That's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be good. So here, just, yeah, just real quick. So what do you think of Sophie Oliver and her, um, and her commentary? Um, oh, is that her? Okay. I see. Well, all right. Here's my honest appraisal. I didn't Shout really listen. Sophie, by the way. I didn't, I didn't really listen. Meaning that I had the volume down because I was watching something else. So it had nothing to do with her or anybody else. I just wasn't really listening to the commentary. I didn't realize that was her though. Yeah. I mean, I like, I've done commentary before. It's not that easy. And I thought she no. did a great job. Commentary is hard. And you know, I'm, I, I, I'm sure coach Lawrence was just like, uh, Sophie, can you do this? And she says, "Sure." <laughs> yeah, and, and then she goes, and then she did a good, and then she did a good job. So. Yeah, my, uh, yeah. I guess my my player Kendall, who came up through my program, was doing photography. So I think, the, yeah, they they they'll get the Shanghai into doing some sort of thing for, oh, the, it's for the team. All hands on deck. All it's hands the women on help deck. The men, the men help the women. It so. is cool. It is cool. Um, and, and, and it is going to be interesting because they have to, you know, we were just talking about this offline, but Mark Lawrence is coaching two teams at once, which is a very high school thing to be doing. Right. But, um, yeah, so be it. That's what you got to do in this weird year. So, uh, good stuff. Uh, okay. What else? Let's see. Oh, um, do a little tour of the country of, uh, how people are performing. Texans are performing. Um, Fresno state won their first game against Fresno Pacific not a, a terribly surprising result. And um, uh, Callie Woodruff and um, and uh, um, Sydney Coachman both scored once. So, um, and that's actually that's according to the statistics on the Fosh, as you and I have been just discussing. Like sometimes that those statistics don't match. The statistics the, are only as good as the people inputting. Precisely them. right. Um, but yeah, a good start for their season as well. I know they're going to play a huge role on that team to the extent that that team plays. It's or just like any other team. But yeah, they're going to be they're going to be a big part of uh, whatever happens with that program oh so, so, i mean again it's just great to see there's a ton of texans playing on teams on the east coast yeah yep. and west coast yep. and some aren't getting to play this year and or some didn't get to play at the end of uh kind of last year so it's just great to see the different people playing and competing or at least looking to play and kind of looking to compete. So. I know. It's, every time I hear, in fact, uh, I did a, um, I'll plug my other podcast, the Total Water Polo podcast. I was speaking with uh, Brian Flax and, and Paul Split. Uh, Split's from Ohio and Brian Flax is from Los Angeles. And Flax was really almost almost emotional about just how devastating it is to his athletes that they can't play and they can't practice. It was it's really something that I, we may underplay actually. So any of the Texans who are out there uh, at colleges but aren't able to play, I really feel for them. It's really awful about this whole year. Yeah, and this weekend we have a little Austin College is going to uh, it's going to Air Force Academy, right? And they get to play a couple Texans on Cal Baptist. Cal Baptist is well. Let's let's talk about them. This was a standout weekend for uh, two players who are at Cal Baptist because uh, we know about Zach Lowry. He's the team leader in points. He scored, I think, five goals on uh, you know last uh, Saturday, I think. Um, but that freshman guy, Cameron Cullen, he's rated fourth on the team in points. He's got like five assists and two goals, shooting percentage. What what is it that it looks like he's a freshman? His shooting percentage wasn't super high, but he is a valuable member of that team. Got the chance to start and maybe stick around for the whole year. It was a very good weekend for the Texans playing for uh, Cal Baptist. Yeah, I mean, and uh, it's just it again. We kind of highlighted them last week too. It's just that the, like I know that their stats are on the Fosh. It's sometimes hard to get stats for water polo out there, but hey, if you um. 
if you know of some good Texans that are that are, are playing and being successful, just kind of let us know. Absolutely. Uh, and you should also go to the Cal Baptist website because um, Zach Lowry wrote a piece for um, for the site, which was very revealing. Like, in fact, it's a um, it's called the Lancer Way, and uh, and I'm I'm hoping that we can actually get him online to talk about this. But he talked about the struggles that he went through, you know, when he first got out there as a fresh person and uh, and all of that. It was really a good piece. He wrote it himself too, so well done. Go check that out. CBULancers.com. And then, uh, so Austin College is going to be playing the kind of kind of CBU in Colorado Springs, as well as another couple of games against the Air Force Academy, right? Yeah, play Air Force three times over the weekend or something like that. So yeah, it's a or no, twice, 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 twice. I think. Anyway, yeah, that's a. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, you, this is this is all you got. Like, you play who you can you play. Play who you can play. Like, a, and, and, I, and I guarantee they'll be better this weekend than they were this past weekend. Yeah, I think so too. And, and just and just keep getting better and better and better. No, nope, you get a delivery. All of TX Water Polo is brought to you advertising free, and we'd like to keep it that way. So we're asking for your help. Show your support by going to txwaterpolo.com forward slash give so we can keep covering the sport we love in the Lone Star State. Hi, this is Natalie Benson, and you are listening to a podcast about water polo in Texas. So now Joe has uh, gone to the door to get his package. Um, so we're all back. But just to round it out, we know that uh, that uh, Austin College is heading to Colorado Springs. The weekend following, on Saturday the 20th, they're out in Erie, Pennsylvania, playing Mercyhurst and then playing Gannon twice. So that is those are the next um, steps for the Austin College men. Now, the Austin College women, their schedule's out. Um, some, I mean, that came out quickly in a certain sense. Like we, we, I think last week there was nothing. Is that right? And then this week there, or there was just a few games, and now it's pretty much uh, filled out through uh, March and April. Or at least the first couple weekends. Yeah. yeah. Connecticut College, Penn State Barron, and Utica on March 13th in Utica. Oh, boy. They're going up to New York. Um, Washington and Jeff Gannon, uh, Mercyhurst, and Grub City. Joe, they could win every single one of those games. Everyone. They can. Go for it. Washington, Jeff, Grove City, Penn State, Barron, Wittenberg to finish. Wittenberg is, a, I think, a, a little bit of a tighter fit. But, um, yeah, that could be completely undefeated. Good for them. All right. Well, yeah, kind of not that you're putting pressure on them or anything. Just yeah. have a, just everybody be safe and good luck and just work hard, guys. All Go. right. All Girls. Right. Joe always has to slide that in there. It's like we want, to, we want to make everybody sure that everybody's safe. Um, speaking of which, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Three, two, here, here, one. Just the men's, the men's schedule here? Yeah. Are they done? No, there's MPSF champs you didn't mention, but that's okay. All right, no, I didn't want to go that deep into it. We mentioned it last week. We mentioned it mm-hmm. last week because they go from, you know, whatever, Mercyhurst or whoever, and then boom. It's like, off to MPSF. All right, so we're just going to do another little segment. High School Water Polo, Scott Slay, Texas Coaches Academy, 6-8 Sports, and then we're done. 
um, awesome. and Tasso, maybe. Tasso. Whatever. We're gonna have a there maybe some upcoming. Um, or I guess we can talk about it in our outro. Upcoming interviews. Yeah, Mark Lawrence and Justin Pudwell and Ian Davidson. Okay. Three. Three, two, one. We're back, um, and we are only three and a half weeks away from the high school water polo season. Joe, um, you know, you're back in the West region, so you're a big player in here. But we're hosting our first tournament uh, in Round Rock on uh, March 5th and 6th. Um, that news, that invitation's going out, like, basically as we speak. But it's incredible. Like, here we are. Like, it's coming. And um, I know that, that we're West region, where we are, is slightly behind other regions. So that means the weekend before, there's games, right? No, no, no. It's going to be March. Yeah, March fifth and sixth. For everyone, first. Okay, is the first uh, weekend that people can play. Oh, good. I feel good um, about that. Because the weekend before that is actually boys high school state oh, swimming championships. Yeah. yeah. You... So they like they split their boys and girls championships up at the end of high school swimming, and uh, so it goes a little bit longer this year. So that's why it's pushed back in March the first. Yeah, the first weekend. Yeah, and uh, and Scotts Lake had a statewide a Tisca water pole kind of preseason meeting um, and answered a bunch of questions and talk, talked about, you know, kind of region champs and the state champs back in May. I think we, I think we mentioned those dates kind of last week um, just got, and there was, there were some good questions there and just get everybody all, all on the same page and people can go schedule and start moving forward. And there's going to be like each region is going to be a little bit different on what they do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, you know, and there's still some little details to work out exactly how many teams are, are going to be able to play at the state championships. And then that'll affect the region championships. But, you know, the, the first like the, the week, the region championships are the last week of April. Right. So I know we still have a couple months to kind of get that stuff figured out. But, you know, I think Scott and the Tisco Water Pool Board are doing a great job as far as trying to plan and get it out there. And again, just, you know, giving everyone the guidelines to be successful so well and that's what they were right i mean they're sort of guidelines i of course didn't attend so i don't know these things you know everything um it it wasn't like like for example the the idea of when is there going to be a decision or so or or multiple decisions after after spring break yeah yeah they mentioned after spring break about that meaning that that's when you know regions will determine or they'll determine how many are going to go to states basically okay yeah Yeah. so that'll be the second half of march that they'll start giving them because again everything changes from now until next week you know so you know i think they're just going to be waiting and they're just everybody has an idea about when everything's going to be and then you know you just keep playing your games and keep playing your schedule and it's going to be a, a lot of fun and you know and i had talked earlier this week with the rio Grande valley coaches they're all excited about playing and hosting and you know and they're and they're looking to come up to you know san antonio and and yeah and austin to play and no, it's, it's, I mean, I think this can be the most kind of robust kind of West region schedule that we've had it in a long, long time. Um, and that's, and that's kudos to Allie Hill for getting out there and getting the information out there and getting the coaches kind of, kind of organized. Um, and, uh, you know, and I just expect, you know, obviously the district play and all the tournaments over in Houston, albeit the tournaments are going to be a lot different now. You know, you can't have a thousand games going on. You need to space them out some. Yep. That'll be, that'll be in Houston. And then in North Texas, it's just going to be a bunch of tournaments and 
then they'll select their teams for regions and go from there. So yeah, every region has that, that can do so differently. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, you just reminded me actually about a ODP on the calendar as well. But um, this is <clears throat> this is what I'm facing as well as a tournament host. Um, I I got to go back and listen to what uh, Scott was talking about. In fact, I joked with him that I should probably listen to more often, but. We have to. I know that we're making arrangements that are very similar to what you and I talked about last October when we hosted a, a tournament in Round Rock, where you know there's waiting areas and all of that. It's it's become a little bit routine now. But from for those who are playing high school, a lot of them are not going to be familiar with them. So we're going to have to re-educate them as uh, as we we get this tournament going. You have to you have to re-educate and then remind. Yeah. So like or you have to educate and then you have to re-educate and then you have to remind them constantly so it's just it's just it's just what it is and and on top of all this with covid year and um and you know kind of you know the little uncertainty about what's going on but at least there's going to be a high school season but that high school season is going to have new rules oh exciting so i mean it's i mean it's it's exciting in the sense whenever again i'm sure we've mentioned this on past podcasts this is the first time in a long long time that the rules are the same or predominantly the same between um high school college and usa water polo so that's going to be very very it's going to be good for everybody um but it's just going to be it's going to be a transition because there's going to be some coaches that have coached um um like the high school only that haven't played with the six meter line oh yes (laughs) <laughs> or pop, or or popping the ball up, or the goalies can go past half tank. I was thinking about all or of that. the or the ball in hand and the penalty shot. Now. Yeah. So, yep. so you know, there's there's a lot of little bits and pieces, but you know, there's there's the education pieces are flying around out there. Um, there there's gonna be some opportunities to learn about this stuff, kind of kind of moving forward. Um, so I'm really excited about you know the next couple of weeks and kind of getting into high school season. Um, it's just gonna be fun just to kind of kind of see the like people play. And the good thing about your pool is people can watch. Yes, yeah. Well, from a certain area, like we have to, they're going to be placed off to the side, which is fine, uh, or they can stand up outside the fence wherever they want. But yeah, we're not going to do bleachers for this one. We're going we're we uh, we are following the rules that Aquatech swim team has had, so we're changing stuff up a little bit, but. Still, those teams that are participating, their their friends and families can come watch. They just have a different section, so those details are coming out. Yeah. So, um, speaking of sleigh and coaches, there's the. This is something that you've been working on for some time, but the Texas Coaches Academy, I, I, you're you're on the calendar now, right? Yeah. So so we're gonna do it on Sunday, March seventh. So what is it? Have, it's just gonna be it's gonna be very similar to what we did back in November, where we had three coaches give. On, uh, on a Saturday afternoon, they're going to give three different uh, kind of uh, coaching clinics going to be open to everybody, high school coaches, USA water polo coaches, anybody that wants to tune in. Um, it's going to be via Zoom meeting. So it's not going to be so people can, so there can be a little kind of, of a free flow of, you know, kind of like questions back and forth. We're going to, we're, we're going to utilize breakout rooms, but there are going to be three separate uh, kind of clinics. The clinicians are going to be Ian Davidson, who's the, who's the USA water polo national development coach. You're going to have Sabrina Carlisle, who's who's also a national team coach, and uh, and Trent Calder, who's who's also going to who's also a, a former national team coach. So it's going to be very good for everybody to tune in and just learn, and it'll be recorded and it'll be put on on the TX Water Pole website. 
um, and people can yeah you, you can watch learn and that mean and we're gonna be adding these type of things oh, like now that that's set now we're gonna add you know maybe a couple things before and maybe a couple things after as well so. okay and I picture this really for high school coaches not to say that nobody else could watch that's not true whatsoever but um, uh, as it's not just in Texas it's elsewhere but there are a lot of coaches who are less familiar with the game than you would be if you're coaching at a club level, for example. And so this is good stuff for them. This is stuff for them to learn and, and make their team better. That, that yeah, learn. I mean, that. I mean, and, and there's a ton of stuff out there. If, yeah, if you're listening to this, there's a ton of stuff out there at TX Waterpole, just or just Google yeah Waterpole at YouTube. I know that USA Waterpole has done a lot of stuff over the course of the last ten months, um, and there's a ton. Just you have to you just have to go find it. And if you have any questions, please email Joe Linehan at usawaterpolo.org, and I'll point you in the right direction. No kidding. Yeah, he'll be actually he'll drive to your house like immediately and bring a, a whiteboard and everything. It'll be great. Um, as long as you live within a five mile radius. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, what's up with Tasso? Um, I think we're thinking about having some guests on in the next couple of weeks that might refer to it. But Tasso's the referee organization. Yeah, Tasso, the Texas Association of Sports Officials, they're going to be the referee org for the high school season. Um, all, I mean, this week at some point, they're going to get the referee kind of, this is how you start refereeing that, yeah, kind of that info out to everybody this week. Oh, I need that. Um, and we're going to get a ton of referees on board um, and going forward because we have games again start in three and a half weeks. Yeah. So, and the good thing is, the price is going to be less expensive than it was last year to ref. Nice. Every, every referee is going to get insurance. Um, for driving to and driving back from, uh, like 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 a game, as well as the liability insurance wire at a game. That's a big deal. And, and they're also going to get a rule book mailed to them. I know. I want that. Actually, I, actually, I'm probably buy one. But anyway, and 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 if NFHS rule book. So, um, it's I mean, and then they're going to get a ton of opportunities to to ref and um and be uh, and be part of the sport. So yeah, it's be fun. Good. All right. Anything else about referees? Yeah. And uh, was it just kind of just keep a lookout for um, the information or if, or if you want to go, yeah, just go to the Tasso um, kind of website, Tasso.org, T-A-S-O.org. Okay. Um, we talked a little bit about 6-8 Sports last week. Um, it's uh, They have a product. And now I'm like personally involved because in the sense that I'm hosting a tournament and doing score sheets is um, – uh, I mean, some people really enjoy it, I guess. I was going to say it's not fun. It's not that bad. But I would rather have a tool available to me that just aggregates all that data somewhere. So this is good news, right? Like, I'm going to get my hands on this? So we mentioned it last week, and you didn't care. No, now that that's true. Tournament, now you do care. Totally, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, um, no, yeah, so kind of kind of, kind of 6 8 Sports, which is Tony, like Tony Azevedo's company, um, they've been developing a game desk, like basically like, like kind of where you can keep all the stats of a game plus a whole bunch of stuff. They're coming out with a basic version, which is going to be basically, you know, ejections, penalties, goals, and yellow cards and timeouts, very basic stuff. And it's going to be, it, it's hopefully going to replace the paper, Never you know, it's, it's hopefully going to replace those SNRs scorebooks like that's our sports scorebooks which are in triplicate right yeah so but the cool thing is is after a game like like the refs are gonna be able to sign on it's, this is all gonna be on on, on an ipad you can sign right there and then you can email the score sheets directly to the coaches you can post it so it's almost um and yeah you can post it to like 
a website that's going to have all the Texas games on it. And basically, it's, it's a basic version that's coming out this month, and we're going to try to beta test it here in Texas during the Texas high school season. Nice. That's what and, and it gets completely optional for the hosts. You don't have to do it. You can always just do the pencil and paper. But it's going to be just, it's going to be made available to everybody. That and I then love. you can choose to do it or not. So. Yeah. That's good. You know, the the kids who are mainly doing the score sheets, at least for our tournament, they're accustomed now to doing it on paper, but they're going to be even faster, you know, on a, on a device. So that's, this is very good. Yeah. Very and, cool. and, and they also, and they, and they'll, and they'll also have like a little bit of a, of a functionality to where you can actually kind of, kind of click it and it can be live. Right. Kind of like, kind of yeah. like the Fosh a little bit. Yeah. So. Good. Um, rosters too? Do you remember? I'm just I'm putting you on. Yeah, the spot. rosters have to be input and stuff like that. But yeah. Oh, I hope that can be done like another format. But anyway, all right. That uh, that'll be my uh, feedback when I'm doing running it as a almost like an alpha, not even a beta. So, so what's gonna happen is, um, as soon as we get the basic version out, then we're gonna take a look at it, and then we're gonna turn around and do like a little Zoom little tutorial. Oh, for cool. Everybody. That's good. Um, and then it's the package is free for coaches. Um, they don't have to pay for it. They just have to provide the iPad um, and the score desk and kind of and train somebody to do it. Um, and then so and then like they'll just probably be playing around with it a, a little bit. And then hopefully as the as the season goes on, it and like teams get better and better. And I hope that we can use it for like you know region champs and state champs and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it would unify that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else is going on? I, we're we're going to get out of here because uh, we don't have anybody to talk to this week. Um, so I have a couple things in mind, but um, I'll let you fill fill in the, the rest before we, we do leave. One is just a reminder about the Total Water Polo podcast because I'm, I'm trying to do a series, like I said, of coaches interviews from all over the country. It's really interesting to hear how these coaches are dealing with the pandemic in different situations under under different circumstances with governments and local authorities and so on. And uh, like I said, with Brian Flax, even talking about just how devastating it was for the kids. So that'll be the next in a series of them. I'm going to, I think I'm going to have a coach from Florida and from New Mexico next. So keep an eye out for that. Something that I always forget to mention at the end of this show, we have gear like be sure to go check it out it's really cool like go to texas txwaterpolo.com forward slash gear and there are suits and t-shirts and all that stuff if you want to support texas water polo or you know our brand then then go ahead and do that look for the link on that site um and that's from uh, our friends at right sports what else is coming up joe yeah i think we're gonna have some you're gonna get mark lawrence on and get an interview here in the next couple of weeks I'm he doesn't get- know it yet but yes um, you're gonna try to, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna, and then we're gonna get Justin Pudwell on, talk about, you know, he's a great, he, he, we can always talk water polo with Justin for hours and hours, but we're gonna talk about the upcoming high school season and referees and stuff like that, and then before the next Texas Coach Academy on March 7th, yeah, we're gonna get Ian Davidson, okay, who's uh, kind of one of the lead, uh, kind of USA water polo the education people, is gonna come out, and we're gonna talk, yeah, yeah, talk to him a little bit. Uh, just the week prior before the next Coaches Academy. Okay. Justin Pudwell's a good talker. I, I I invited him to come to a Zoom call just from the kids from my club, and he was excellent. <laughs> he was uh, he was feisty, which is great. So, um, yeah, he's a good talker. Cool. All right. Well, I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah, take care. You too, yeah. Joe. Thank yeah. you very much. 
Yeah, stay warm. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to be sitting outside. Um, tonight's practice is going to be freezing, Joe. Okay. Um, so thank you, Joe. Bye thank right. you for listening, telling a friend about the TX Water Polo Podcast. Uh, special thanks to our donors. And if you want to contribute, go to txwaterpolo.com forward slash give. And so until next week, so long from Austin. Layer up tonight, James. This has been a production of TWP Sports, LLC.